Hello, everybody, and excuse me while we kiss the sky. Tonight's show is all about that Mountain West Conference. Guess what? I got called a dumbass today on Twitter for saying it seems like the NCAA flips a coin when deciding whether or not to issue transfer waivers. Well, heads or tails, and recording live from somewhere, this is One and Done. Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. It's time once again for everybody to come aboard that Green Screens Media train. Welcome to One and Done, the Mountain West Conference Preview Edition, powered by DrRoto.com. I am your humble host. My name is Jay Heinrich the conductor of the aforementioned Green Screens Media Train. You can find me on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, at Dr. William Cannon. Let's not waste any time. Let's get right to El Capitan himself. He is the captain of the Green Screens Media ship. You can find that man on X at MC Holland 34 The OG Money Mike, that is Mr. Mike Holland. What do you do, baby? What it do, baby? I'm uh, I'm getting antsy, man. We're closing in on a month until college basketball starts, which means we're going to be with you guys a ton, as if we hadn't been with you guys pretty much all summer, um, doing all these conference previews. Check out all our stuff on drroto.com. We've got fantasy football articles out there. Your boy's running white hot in those betting streets. Can't wait to do some betting DFS stuff. Uh, all, you know, all the goods on, on pretty much any sport we can get our hands on. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Let's get it rocking and rolling. We, we do not call in the OG money, Mike, just for fun. This man is on an absolute heater on the DraftKings streets. Make sure you're following him at MCHolland34 for all of that. And get over to DrRoto.com, like he said. And, of course, last in the intros, but first in your hearts, it's Eric the Blue. You can find him in those Twitter streets at FantasyNab. He's the Baron of Bread of Green Screens Media. That's Eric Romoff. What's happening? The number one rule of Las Vegas is you don't leave the table when you're on a heater. And that's exactly what my guy Mike is doing. And that is exactly what you can do by being subscribed here on the YouTube channel. We are about a month out from the tip-off of the season. That means we're going to be rolling out some of our DFS coverage and be rolling out some of our betting shows. Check out all of the work that Mike alluded to over the course of the offseason. Our top 20 countdown has kicked off. Those are going to continue to drop in the days and weeks to come. So it's all right around the corner. And Kalen here is back. Kalen needs it. Yes. Straight into my veins here for the Mountain West. Can't wait for this one. Kalen, thanks for checking in. That's two shows in a row now that our friend Kalen has checked in to that live chat. Make sure you do the same if you're hanging out with us tonight. Like and subscribe, like Eric said. Make sure you follow everybody here on X. You also follow at Get Green Screens, which is the Green Screens media page, which is where you see some of our betting, regular betting content. And then also at One And Done CBB is the handle for the show page there where all of our basketball stuff goes. And you can make sure you never miss anything we're doing. Also, Oh, your boys are on oh, TikTok at Get Green Screens. Our top 20 countdown has started. Make sure you get over there and you follow us on TikTok as well for that. Top 20 returning player countdown, just like last year. Hey, this ain't our first rodeo. We're back. We're doing things again, and we appreciate y'all being a part of that and doing your part in the Green Screens media universe. All right, let's get right to it. No more burying this lead at all. 
the Mountain West Conference, ladies and gentlemen, an 11-team league last year. San Diego State took the outright crown with a 15-3 record in the conference and then again held serve in the conference tournament, beating Utah State 62-57 to in that title game, earning themselves a five seed, but they overplayed that seed to say the least. Also getting in 10 seeds Utah and Boise State and 11 seed Nevada was the Mountain West. But as you are aware... San Diego State, those Aztecs lost to UConn in the national title game, but what a absolute and awesome season for those Aztecs has the conference as the sixth highest rated conference, which there's a lot of conferences left to come that we haven't covered yet. So you know that the Mountain West being ranked sixth is going to be ahead of some of those, maybe what used to be those bigger names in college basketball, but not so much anymore. Seven teams inside the top 100. Let's start like we always do with some headlines. Eric the Blue with your Mountain West news and notes. What should we know heading in to this season? I mean, the biggest question for for the conference is is what what do they do for an encore, right? San Diego State is fresh off that title game appearance. If you were watching us here on One and Done, you know that we were banging the drum all throughout the season that this was one of the great conferences in the entire country. They finished above the ACC in Kempom ratings to the naked eye, the old eyeball test might have even been ahead of the PAC 12 for most of the year. Right. So, you know, this, there's, there's a lot of momentum and expectation that this league is carrying in. Obviously the Aztecs, you know, we, we need to watch how they're going to handle last year's success as they try to, you know, either repeat or potentially even build on that. So a lot of, a lot of storylines on that front, you know, this is the expectation that comes with success and on the other side, this is this is kind of a slow-paced league, right? Real plotting paced. You know, they they really need to make timely buckets if if they want to stay competitive in games. And the the metrics bear this out, right? 30th in the country in tempo during conference play. You know, it it really puts an emphasis on every single possession being make or break. You know, not just from a quality of shot perspective, but also taking care of the ball, right? Like you give your opponent an extra possession. You know, you give them an offensive rebound. That's really going to hurt you when you're playing at that slow a pace. So, you know, the, these these are going to be kind of the through lines for all the teams in this league. Who's going to take care of the ball? Who's going to keep their efficiency up? These are the things that we'll be looking for in the Mountain West this year. It's not like that. It's not like we're exactly too far away from a team making the title game and then missing the tournament the next year. I will bang on that drum anytime I can. I'm talking oh about boy. North Carolina there, obviously, <laughs> that? but that's that's oh. neither here nor there. Mike, what are you looking at in the Mountain West coming into the season? Oh, man, I think it's going to be an absolute war this year uh, for these, say, four spots, Eric. I don't know, maybe three. We'll see if they can get to that fourth one. We'll kind of talk through it. Uh, but who can grab a signature win um, or some quality wins in the non-con schedule? We know how important that is to build your resume. I mean, the teams that came in, right, San Diego State was a five. You had a couple of tens and 11. So, uh, you know, the, maybe the respect on the national scale not quite there. And it's always a tougher route when you get into those, you know, those double-digit seeds. So, you know, can they get someone up there in the, you know, three or four seed? We'll have to see. And I don't know, just the respect factor, Jay. I feel like that's a, a kind of a big thing here. Is it is it kind of more of the same of what we've seen? Or is that San Diego State title run, does that give this conference a little more street cred? So I'll be looking out to see – how that plays out throughout the year. I definitely think it does. And, you know, we've been, they had that credit here with us 
all season long. That was not it was not surprising to us to see a team from this conference find a way to win games uh, late in March. Uh, this is a lot of well-coached teams in this conference, and we're going to talk about a lot of them here. But, but yeah, here we go, Mountain West. Let's go into, of course, the transfer portal is you know is taking over everything, and and Mike's top 300 transfer board over at drrodo.com is always available. Let's talk about some impact transfer duos that are going to make a big impact in this conference. So, like many conferences, gentlemen. Uh, the Mountain West has seen an influx of talent. So it's not just the coaching that's been there. It's not just the veterans in this league, but also so much talent coming in. Let's start right away with uh, New Mexico, a couple of transfers into New Mexico. Nelly Jr. Joseph, which of course is in the all-name conversation, and then Mustafa Amzo is not too far behind. Nelly Jr. Joseph, of course, the 6'9", 240-pound center who transferred in from Iona, averaged 15 points, 9.5 boards, 1.5 blocks, and was number 95 on Mike's top 300 transfer list. And then you go down not too many spots to number 120 on that top 300 for, for Amzo, the forward who transferred in from the Dayton Flyers, 6'9", 220 pounds there, 9.3 points, 4.8 rebounds, and shot a very, very respectable and tolerable 37% from three. Mike, whole lot going on here for the Lobos. Um, a lot of talent coming in. I love what Richard Patino did this offseason with this front court. Um, you lose both guys, both your starters at the four and the five, and now you bring in uh, Nelly Jr. Joseph and Mustafa Amzil. You know, Nelly, we, we talked about him last year. He's just so tough. He gives you that low post scoring threat. You know, he's not the most athletic guy, but he can impact the game at the rim, so you're going to get yourself a little bit of defense there with him too, along with that low post scoring. Amzil, this guy's just a terrific shooter. Uh, if you didn't watch Dayton at all, he's a very tough, hard-nosed player. To be able to knock down the open shot, he shot 37% from three, so it can stretch the floor from that four position. I just think that these two, they're going to complement each other really well. And then, obviously, we got some impact guards from the squad coming back that we're going to talk about a little bit later. And uh, I, I just really like what uh, what Patino did here. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking for these guys to have a big year for sure. You know I love me some guard play, but it's hard to ignore these two both coming into this program and, and not thinking they're not – and not thinking they're going to make an impact in this conference. I'm going to go ahead now. Let's move on to our second impact transfer duo here. This time transferring in to those San Diego State Aztecs. That's Reese Dixon Waters and Jay Powell. Um, San Diego State bringing in some shooting and impact defense to help replace what they lost. Of course, Reese Dixon Waters, combo guard transferring in from the USC Trojans, 6'5", 210. Love the size on that. Can do a little bit of everything. Uh, 9.8 points was number 118 on the top 300 on Mike's big board. And of course, pal, the uh, forward transferring in from Campbell, who actually does not take as many L's as it, our graphic has up on the screen right now. We, we, <laughs> we apologize to Jay and the pal family, but uh, he transferred in from Campbell, 6'9", 190 pound forward, long, lanky guy. 12.3 points, 6.9 rebounds, and 1.5 blocks last season. Uh, number 287 on the top 300. So, uh, Eric, obviously a couple more players there uh, on the big board for Mike uh, that are going to look to make an immediate impact for the Aztecs, uh, hopefully to let them see their way back uh, into the tournament. Yeah, look, anytime you're bringing in two guys inside of Mike's top 300, like these these – these are players that are going to make waves. They they might not they might not get the you know the national attention that you know we we've seen with some of the other you know huge transfer classes. But 
they're super solid overall and and they they really they, they they're they're great gets in terms of fit overall right like this team had a fair amount of guys out the door we obviously saw bradley leave we got seiko out the door we got mensa right like fair amount of turnover from this roster so a lot of a lot of utilization a lot of opportunity for these guys to come in waters obviously you know he's he's got he's got some pedigree if he's coming in from usc didn't shoot you know the the best last year but he's he's been known to knock down a three here or there you know give you a little bit of pop on the offensive side uh paul you know he he fits really nicely with what coach dutcher wants to do you know on on the defensive side he he can really be a menace but also he he brings a little bit of versatility in uh to the front court on on the offensive side right you can kind of knock down these mid-range kind of 16 to 18 footers so you know maybe maybe not the uh the the most marquee names out there but guys that are that are certainly going to have an impact for this Aztec squad yeah, it's hard to sort of look at a team that made a run to the title game and say, like, well, how, what can you do here? But this, these are so well coached. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think that they're going to they're gonna fit in real nicely for what they're doing there for, for Coach Dutcher. Um, Utah State, those Aggies now, you know, around Central Texas, at least, we're, we're close to where this show is being recorded. Uh, Aggies are not always the kindest to look at. But those are the Texas A&M Aggies who we will hit on in our SEC preview coming down the road, these are the Utah State Aggies welcoming in Nigel Burris and great Osabor and a couple more guys from Mike's Top 300. Again, these are these are talented guys transferring into this conference. Nigel Burris transferring in from Ohio, oh, not Ohio, Idaho. Those Vandals up there, 6'7", 225 pounds, 8.8 points, 5 boards, and a ooh, silky smooth 45% from three i love that from burris there and then osabor transferring in from montana state 68 245 10.1 points 4.6 rebounds for montana state last year an entirely new roster for the aggies mike as uh, coach ryan odom is out out the door at vcu now uh new head coach danny sprinkle brings in osabor with him and is plenty familiar with burris from the big sky so there won't be that adjustment period getting to know what type of player he is uh uh, so it looks like Coach Sprinkle is is starting off uh, with a couple of nice pieces here from the portal. Yeah, a couple of nice pieces and an entirely new roster. Uh, we love when you know coaches bring their guys with them, right? We've seen that as a trend in the past. Uh, Osamori is a he's a very strong presence inside. We haven't really seen him with uh, you know with the large role, so now he's in a stronger conference. We'll see what that adjustment looks like. I'm really high on Burris. At, uh, you know, fantastic freshman year with the Vandals. An excellent outside shooter, really good size. I think he complements uh, Osibor's skill set very well. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I'm really interested to see what this is going to look like. I, I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, we knew what Utah State was last year. Uh, this thing is going to look completely different. But, uh, you know, as far as, you know, what Sprinkle's been able to do, I, I think this is a good job, at least in the front court here for sure. Hey, Mike, who was the coach at Utah State last year? I believe it was Ryan Odom, correct? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> VCU, right. We got it. Yeah, I said that earlier. We got it there. All right, good deal. Moving on now to those UNLV running Rebels now. Look at those guys. Boone, last name the same. Kind of hmm. look the same. Hmm. I didn't say they I didn't say all, they they all look the same. What did you say I said, Mike? I did not say oh, you were saying the the, the they look the same because the yeah. brothers not <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh Caleb and Kaylin Boone, of course. Transferring over to UNLV, 
Caleb Boone transferring in from those Oklahoma State Cowboys, 6'9", 200-pound forward, 10.6 points, five boards, number 91 on Mike's Top 300 over at DrRoto.com. And then, of course, brother Keelan Boone transferring in from Pacific, 6'8", 200 pounds. And, of course, they're, they got the same hair. They're both 6'8", 200-ish. You know, they're, they're both going to score the basketball. Keelan averaged 14 points and four boards with a silky smooth 41% from behind the arc. Dare I say, Mike, no, wait, hold on. Dare I say, Eric, reunited and it feels so good. The Boom Brothers are back, baby, and ready to make an immediate impact in this conference for the Rebels. We are so back. We we love these kind of stories, right? Like anytime that there's uh, brothers that end up on the same roster, anytime that there are guys that played together in high school or played together at other teams, Definitely like a re, a reunion story um, for Keelan in particular. You know, both these players really started out at, at Oklahoma State. Keelan left in search of more playing time and found that with with Pacific. We talked uh, to to their head coach earlier in the offseason and got some insight from his role there last year. Uh, Caleb stuck around at Oklahoma State and he uh, he put up some pretty solid numbers in a tough Big Twelve. You know that. We will put a premium on any production in that elite conference. Dare we say, you know, at, at times it, it looked like it looked like Caleb might be one of you know the best forwards in in the Big Twelve. His his real issue was was consistency, right? He would he would get hot and cold, but man, when he was hot, it was it was some of the best uh, big play, big man play that you could find in the entire conference. Now these two come together at UNLV. You know, they they theoretically are going to finish off their careers there. You know, we, we love seeing them come back together, and it's it's going to be really interesting to see how Coach Kruger, you know, utilizes these two, right? Maybe maybe one of them starts, maybe one of them comes off the bench. You know, a little, little bit of an open question in terms of their role on this UNLV roster, but all told, two fantastic guys coming in to, to Las Vegas. Whereas in March, there were three fantastic guys rolling into Las Vegas. And those, <laughs> those are the three right here on the left side of your screen. These guys going out there for the West Regional. But yes, of course, the Boone brothers hitting up uh, you know, UNLV to finish out their career, like you said. Going to be uh, fun to watch. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think, you guys, Mike, you think they'll play together a lot at the same time? I think they will. Um, it's interesting because you got Jalen Hill coming in from OU as well. Like this is a really good UNLV front court. He was another guy in my top 300 uh, transfer, and they're all forwards. So, you know, Hill's probably gonna might grab one of those starting spots just because he has a little more size. Um, it, it's really gonna we're gonna have to see this, but I, I can see them playing together in spurts. Um, but I don't know if they're gonna start together. Well, we've only we've only talked about one other guard up to this point, so we're, we're very big man centric here on the transfers. But the talent is the talent, right? Like we're going to get to another guard here now for Boise State that transferred in Roddy Anderson coming in from UC San Diego, uh, six two hundred ninety pound guard, thirteen point one points, three points this times, and one point two steals. Number two twenty one on that top three hundred. Some guard play finally. I'd love to talk some guards. You know this, um, but then. Omar Stanley forward, 6'8", 230, back to the big meaty men slapping meat. Transferring in from St. John's, 4.7 points, 2.7 boards. Oh, sorry, sorry, wasn't on the top 300 when it <laughs> ended. Well, in, well, did make ended. a brief appearance. Did make a brief appearance to Omar's credit. Uh, did make an appearance there. Um, but that doesn't make it any less impressive of a haul, Mike, for, for Boise. 
they did not want to be left out um, of the transfer, you know, that transfer hall coming into the conference, I guess. These are two uh, very young players with some big time ceilings. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really like Roddy Anderson. Um, you know, I watched a lot of film this summer of this kid. A great freshman year. Uh, I just think he's got the makings to be a very, very good player at this level. Uh, and you're going to need him because you lost Marcus Shaver. So that's a big piece off of that Boise State team. Uh, with Stanley, like, got to see him in spurts. We, you know, we followed St. John's very closely, especially with DFS, because if they were on every <laughs> every showcase game that we did because they played at a frantic pace there. Uh, but an impressive athlete. You know, there were times where, you know, you'd see him out there. You'd be like, man, this guy can jump out of the gym. He can make some things happen. But, you know, uh, just – all kinds of mess out there, right? That they're looking to get cleaned up under uh, Rick Patino, but that's uh, for another show. Uh, for Stanley, though, I, I think that, uh, you know, getting a little more run, kind of getting out of that mess, I think that's going to kind of open up his game. Uh, these two guys are going to be very, very important for the success of Boise State. So uh, looking forward to, to especially seeing Anderson and what he can do uh, climbing up to this level for sure. Thank you for showing the guard some love. I appreciate <laughs> that very much, very much. So it looks like we got a comment here. Um, as we wrap up our Mountain West Impact transfer, does Keelan need a waiver? Mike, okay, we talked. I I, I, go ahead, Mike. I don't think he does um, because I believe he's a graduate transfer. So I believe he is good to go. Um, yeah, and it looks like he was needing a waiver in April. We may need to – we'll get that cleaned up. But uh, I think as of right now, he's, he's, uh, I think he's good to go. So we'll double-check that. Obviously, that's huge news to watch. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so – We'll, uh, we'll get that answer for you by the end of the show, for sure. Well, well, and again, today, I, I in the lead-in <laughs> to the show, I told you I got called a dumbass because I made a comment that said, like, hey, it feels like the NCAA is just flipping a coin when they're deciding whether or not to grant these waivers. And I've been pounding that drum for a long, long time about, you know, we're going to see so many of these guys that we're hyped up on not get cleared to play this year because it's their third, fourth team. You know, and the NCAA just, yeah, I don't think so. So we'll see what happens there um, with Keelan Boone. There's a for, lot of decisions that are in these, sure. man. There's, I mean, when you have like 1,800 guys in the transfer portal, and a lot of right. these guys are two time transfers, like, at yeah, least stuff to figure out who's who's getting the waiver, who's not getting the waiver. Uh, but I, I think as of everything that I've researched, that he's good to go. So good question, though. That's, that's, that's yeah, a good, question. it's a good question to drop in there because it needs to be on our minds because it's going to be some of these players that we're expecting to just be in there. And come tip off, they're going to be on the sidelines having to wait out a year. So thanks for dropping that line in there. We appreciate that. To wrap up the impact transfers, of course, let's put a bow on that. Nelly Jr. Joseph and Mustafa Amzel for New Mexico. Reese Dixon Waters and Jay Powell for San Diego State. Nigel Burris and Great Osobor for Utah State. Caleb Boone and Keelan Boone for UNLV. And Roddy Anderson and Omar Stanley for Boise State. I stumbled there so <laughs> Because in our pre-show, my good friend Eric decided to make a DJ Caleb reference to try to throw me off. Another one, Caleb. Another one. Yeah, but uh, you got me. You caught me there on the running down the list. So thanks so much for that, my guy. I appreciate that. Those are our impact transfer duos to watch for the Mountain West. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Appreciate you being here make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss anything we're doing turn on those notification bells the best thing you can do though is tell the hoop heads in your life about us and what you're seeing here on one and done like all those twitter handles like one, at one and done cbb all spelled out at get green screens 
And make sure to leave us a comment now. Let us know what transfers are you excited about heading into the Mountain West Conference. Leave us a comment in that live chat, even if you're watching it right before the season starts, because this content is evergreen, just like all of the conference previews that we have done and will do. Make sure you leave us a comment. And say, just say, just chunk it up if you need to. Just say, hey, um, Kaylin, right, is our person that is our friend that yes. commented again this morning with saying they needed it, needed it in their veins and we needed to. So thanks for hanging out with us. Be like Kaylin and getting those comments. We appreciate that. All right. We hit the transfers coming in. Impact duo transfers. How about Jay? I know impact- you're excited about some backcourts that we were about to talk about. These are <laughs> these are three of the best backcourts in the country. <laughs> hey, hey, I had to get my complaining in earlier on, knowing damn good and well we were getting to these guards later on in the show, baby. I knew it. I knew it, and you knew it. Getting to some guards. A lot of good guard play here in these impact duos returning dynamic duos, if you will. Let's start right with New Mexico again with Jalen House and Jamal Mashburn Jr. Damn it, I feel old. Every time. Every time. And it's not just because I'm turning 40 on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. It's Jamal Mashburn Jr. Goodness gracious. All right, let's start with Jalen House first. All right, six feet, 170 pounds, 17 points, 4.7 dimes, 38% 38% from three. Love that. And are you kidding me? 2.7 rips a game. The quick hands from house. Love it. 2.7 steals. It's hard to beat. And then you go to Jamal Mashburn Jr. And of course, he scores the basketball just like Pops. 19.1 points per on 38% from three. A couple of great, great shooters from beyond the arc, Mike. And again, like you were, you were sort of saying coming into this segment, this is one of the most dangerous backcourts in the country. And I, I'm, I'm really excited to see these guys make a push to get into the tournament this year. Absolutely. Can we have that? Can we have that, please? please. Uh, this was the last undefeated team in the country last year. And then it just kind of fell apart. But we talked about the front court that's coming in with Nelly Jr. Joseph, Mustafa Amzil. Feels like they got the horses up front to go with these guys. I think it's going to make them even – I don't. I mean, can you really even say this, make them even more dangerous? But it does. I mean, they can both flat out score the ball. They can shoot the three. Uh, you know, House is a better facilitator, and he's a, you know more aggressive on the defensive end. Mashburn's more of like your pure scorer, like, hey, I, I need a bucket. Uh, go get it for me. And, man, I, I just don't know, man. Like, I, I'm so – I'm so high on this team this year, and and maybe I need to pump the brakes a little bit. Um, but I, I'm super excited about this uh, this tandem coming back, and I really hope they make this push. It's hard not to be excited about the Lobos this year, man. Like I don't I don't blame you one bit. Like this is this is going to be a fun team to watch, and of course they're going to be well coached. You know this. Uh, speaking of people coming back to the comments oh, section. Snap. Jody, Jody, my guys, it's been a while. It is getting close. You are right, Jody. You are right. We're excited that you're here, Jody. We appreciate you. We appreciate you being here, Jody. And And we love you. Know we're talking ball all the time. Yeah, wow, duo for not the only one in this conference. No doubt. Yeah, that won't be the only one, Jody. It's good to hear from you. Thanks so much for checking in with us again. Good to see you in those comments. Be like Jody. Be like Kaylin. Hit those comments up. We appreciate everybody being here with us. Let's move right along now. Swipe right, which I don't. I never did Tinder. Which is the good one? Swipe left <laughs> um, or swipe right? Yeah, I think I it's know. swipe right for the good one. Whatever right. the good one is, let's swipe that way to Lamont Butler <laughs> and Darian Tramel for San Diego State. 
sticking around, of course. More guard play, baby. You love to see it. Of course, Butler is 6'2", 195 pounds, 8.8 points, 3.2 dimes, and 1.5 steals. Loving the defense in this conference from these guards, baby. And then, of course, Darian Trammell, 5'10", 175 pounds, 10 points, 3 dimes last year. Okay, not as heralded as the previous deal. I get it, Eric. I get it. But they just got done playing in a national title game. And you can look at these stats all you want. It's, it doesn't really do them justice in just how much of an impact they have uh, on the Aztecs in general. Yeah, look, um, you know, it, much to our chagrin in DFS season, like the, <laughs> the amount of guys that Coach Dutcher is rolling out there is something that will just put your mind in a blender when you're trying to figure out who's going to get the run. You know, he likes to roll out 11, 12 guys every single game. And, you know, none of their individual stats are going to jump off the page. But, you know, what what these guys do have is is they can they can point to the scoreboard, right? Like, they they put up some big games and some clutch shots in, in the biggest moments in the tournament, right? You've obviously got Butler with that shot that sent him to the title game. Jamel scored 21 in their in their win against number one Alabama, right? So now that now that Matt Bradley's gone, like I'm I'm still expecting there to be a pretty healthy rotation for this team, but there there is there is a little bit more usage that's available. And I, I like I like these two guys in particular to kind of sop that up and and see their numbers take a big step in the right direction. Well, either way, they're gonna win, and it wouldn't be surprising if everybody on the team averaged 10 points, two boards, two assists, and a steal and a half, and just down the line and flip. Not so fun for DFS purposes, but really, really fun in terms of knowing that if you're an Aztec supporter, you're going to see some great basketball and some consistent basketball out of your team uh, for sure. Excellent stuff there for the Aztecs. Love those guards coming back for, again, a team that made a deep, deep run. Moving on now to those Boise State Broncos, Tyson Degenhart and Max Rice. All right, it makes in a big man here. That's fine. All right, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it, especially one as talented as Degenhardt. All right, that's fine. Six seven two thirty, a little bit more meat than than those guards, but not, maybe not not too much more than than the other guy on this graphic here. Degenhardt averaged fourteen points and five and a half boards last year, and then the aforementioned Max Rice, six five two hundred. He is no he's no small dude himself, but a little bit more of the guard role here. Averaged 14 points, four and a half boards, and shot 41% from three. Give me all of that. Yeah, okay, Mike, I know Marcus Shaver. Yeah, losing him hurts, right? But the other two of the big three for Boise are back and ready to rock. Yeah, it hurts, but, I mean, getting the two of your big three back, like, you will take that uh, every season. So, uh, you know, you can't really sleep on the importance of getting your best shooter and your best inside force. Um, that's a that's a dynamic duo right there. So, you know, with Rice, he's the coach's son. He's an assassin from long range. He's got really good size, like you mentioned, Jay, uh, able to stretch the defense, and that's huge for this team. Dagenhart, he's just gotten better and better. Uh, he played a, played a lot of five last year. Um, I think he may be able to play some four this year. Uh, I, I think they like what he's able to do versatility-wise, um, uh, you know, at the five. So we'll kind of see how that plays out. But, uh, you know, being only – what, six, six, seven, six, eight, uh, a little bit tougher for him, obviously on the defensive end, but he's got the, uh, he's got the bulk there. Uh, just a lot of versatility that it gives your team here. So uh, super excited to, uh, to see both of these guys back in the fold. Yeah, no doubt about it. And of course, like you said, anytime that you can get two of your big three back, um, 
there's not a lot to uh, to cry about there for sure in in Degenhart and and Rice. Moving on now to Nevada, Keenan Blackshear and Jared Lucas sticking around. All right, back to the guards. Good, only guards, only guards now on this one. Only guards. No <laughs> Hater, more, no man. more big right now. Hey, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Hey, Blackshear six six two fifteen. In that guard role, 14 points, four and a half dimes, and 1.5 steals. Blackshear is such a such a talented player. He's so fun to watch. And then Jared Lucas, 6'495 pound guard, 17 points, bucket getter, 38% from range. Another great backcourt returning in this conference, uh, Eric. You know, um, I mean, last year, um, Blackshear, you don't have to go back very far to see Blackshear and Lucas leading this team to an NCAA tournament bid. Yeah, exactly. Right. And look, like we are, we are guilty of this as well, right? Like we let off with House and Mashburn. I, I think a lot of the national coverage out there is going to shine the light on those two. But, you know, this, this backcourt for, for the Wolfpack is, is one of the most underrated in the entire country, right? Blackshear took a huge step forward offensively last year in his fourth year. You know, he struggled a little bit from three, you know, he, he needs to work on, you know, taking care of the ball and limiting his turnovers, but really good size for a guard. You know, he's, he's a lead guard. He's a solid defender. Just a lot of things that you like out of Blackshear. And Lucas, like you said, I mean, my, my guy's a bucket, right? Like, he can fill it up from seemingly anywhere on the court. He's got that quick trigger that you like. Both these guys are now upperclassmen, right, heading into year five. These are both guys that Coach Steve Alford was absolutely raving about when we talked to him earlier in the offseason. Go back and check out that interview. But also, these are guys that, like, they're going to be key to the game plan when other coaches are facing off against this Nevada squad, they're going to continue to give them headaches. They have to be accounted for. I mean, this is this is a truly dynamic duo. Not even mad about leading with the big men here. You know, I get it, but you know, this is not like, like you could call it the land of the big men, and I will continue to pound this drum. College basketball still is go still goes through the guards, and Nevada has a solid pair here another comment here they're flowing Ooh, in tonight Riley agrees Jared Lucas is a bucket Jared what's up Lucas Riley thanks for joining us bucket. Yeah. he yeah. is a bucket you know he's a bucket and that's exactly right Riley thanks for jumping in those comments appreciate you thanks so much my that, I'd be Riley's first time jumping into the comments I think don't know that we've heard from Riley before welcome but in. welcome in appreciate that hit those like and subscribe buttons if you like what you what you hear it and seeing we're doing this all off season all through the season we don't stop college basketball doesn't sleep neither do we it's okay. Oh, by the way, we did like yeah. every mid-major too. <laughs> yeah. Go back and check exactly. those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 25 by, minutes. By, if you're just if you're just jumping in and this is your first one and done conference preview show, welcome. But nobody else is doing 25 minutes on the what pick a conference, guys. Who, uh, you want to go with like the Patriot? The swag. <laughs> Who's doing 25 minutes on the swag? One and done is go check it out. Go to the YouTube channel that you're already on and find it and uh, and like and subscribe and do all those fancy things. Hit those buttons for your boys. Do your part in the Green Screens Media Universe. But thanks for checking into the comments, Riley. We appreciate that. Last one here on our returning impact duos, Isaiah Stevens and Patrick Cartier for Colorado State. Isaiah Stevens, of course, six feet, 185-pound guard, 18 points, seven and a half times, 38% from three. Can dig that all day long. Cartier, 6'8", 220-pound forward, also can shoot it from deep, sniping it at a 44% clip while averaging 12.3 points per contest, 
one of the top shooting duos, just flat out shooting duos in the conference, Mike. Plus, on top of that, Stevens can probably make an argument to be the best overall player in the entire league. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, he's probably going to be, uh, I don't know, we'll see. There's a lot of tough choices for uh, preseason player of the year, but I think Stevens is going to make a very, very strong case. Uh, so we'll see. Love to see when those start to come out. Uh, you know, it was a tough year for the Rams. Um, you know, they're really going to reap the benefits, though, after everything that happened last year. And, and really, these two set the tone. Uh, you know, Cartier made a smooth transition, uh, you know, coming over from being a D2 All-American. So that's something we're going to have to pay attention to. You know, we always talk about the Juco guys, the D2 guys. You'll see that on a lot of our mid-major preview shows. You know, we, we don't know who's going to burst onto the scene. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that you know, played pretty well. So with a year of D1 experience under his belt and you have a, a point guard like Isaiah Stevens, I'm expecting him to take another huge leap forward. And anytime you have big-time shooters at the one and the five, I mean, you're going to be a dangerous team. I don't care what else you put around at the shooting guard position and, and the wing and the four. That You know, these two right here really are going to set the tone for sure. Yeah. No doubt a about it. These have been the Mountain West dynamic duos returning to the conference. These guys have stuck around Mountain West at that Mountain West blood running through their veins. Jalen House and Jamal Mashburn for New Mexico. Jamal Mashburn Jr., yes. I, I left it out on purpose to try to make myself <laughs> not feel as old. Jamal Mashburn and Jalen House for New Mexico. Lamont Butler and Darian Trammell for San Diego State. Tyson Degenhardt and Max Rice for Boise State, Keenan Blackshear and Jared Lucas for the Nevada Wolfpack, and Isaiah Stevens and Patrick Cartier-Badier for Colorado State. I couldn't help it. I had to do it one time. Uh, he's, it. A he's a baller. He's not even going to care. He, he does not care. He's a, he's a stud, so we can, we can have a little fun there. Impact Dynamic Duos returning. We hit the transfers before then. Thanks for hanging out with us still. We've got another segment or so to go. Make sure you hit those like and subscribe buttons. Get in the comments like everybody else. Is Jody back? Yeah, more Jody says, uh, I'm on, yeah, guards rule March. And, you know, yes. he's on the East Coast. And so all this West Coast yeah, content is just what he needs for DFS purposes. So we're doing it for everything, for knowledge, for DFS, for betting. Yeah, we had a strong, strong year last year. So ready to do yep. it again. Yeah, for sure. Back. Yeah, and. If you're doing East, this conference is going to turn heads. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, Jody, this is there's no doubt about it. This is a strong conference loaded with talent and even more talent coming in as we as we hit on earlier in the show. So, um, But there's up and down. You'd be surprised. Some of these conferences we've hit on already, the amount of talent that we were able to focus in on. Uh, make sure, everybody, that you hit some of those old conference previews up, the mid-majors, and now into our, uh, our uh, you know, the big cats. The big guy, the big guns. And, and, of course, Ken Palm with the Mountain West rated sixth. Best conference last season. No slouch at all. Let's move on now to a little game we like to call more or less. We're going to more segment. or less here. New <laughs> segment here on one and done. More or less. Simple enough, right? I'm going to give – I'm going to ask you gentlemen a question. You fine folks. And I need a quick answer. No dilly-dallying around. Let's get to it. Tell me more or less, all right? Jody's got stuff to do out on the East Coast. You know, it's late hour. It's already after midnight. Got to go to bed. Live, so <laughs> let's get there. Let's go through some rapid fire here. More or less, though, uh, is what I need from you. Let's start here. First question. San Diego State won this conference with 15 wins last year. More or less, 14 league wins will get it done this year. Mike. 
Uh, I'll go with I'll go with less. Uh, I think there's just too many good teams at the top. Uh, we just talked about how strong this conference is. I, I think it's gonna be a struggle to get over 14. I just I don't know that San Diego State's gonna be able to dominate like they did. Eric, what you said? What say you on this one? Who uh, I'll say more, but just barely more. I, I think I think it's probably gonna be 15 wins to 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 take the league again. You know, like, like you said, like we've talked about there. There are some really good teams up top, but there are also there's some teams that are riding the struggle bus. We'll talk about that in our tiers later. So, you know, the, these these elite teams might be able to beat up on some of the guys near the bottom. I, th- I think 15 is what gets it done. More or less off to a great start with our first push and the first question. That's great, guys. 15. Yeah, more or less <laughs> is the game. OK, <laughs> Wyoming. Let's try again. Wyoming <laughs> won four conference games last year. More or less. Wyoming on Wyoming winning four conference games this year, more or less. Less. All right, Mike. Less. Yes, let me go. Less. All right, say it with your chest. Less. <laughs> uh, no Maldonado, no Reynolds, no Odin. Uh, last I checked, DK is uh, was in our WCC conference preview. Uh, <laughs> there's not really any impact transfers coming onto the squad, so yeah, I don't see it, man. Eric, uh, talk me into this. Like, I don't know. What are you doing with this one? uh pass no I'll, I'll i'll go less um you know not not the, not the biggest name in the world but we we do have sam griffin coming in from from tulsa right like he he's if he can go nuclear you know along with this collection of you know true freshmen that are going to be trotting out there you know maybe they get it done but that's that's a lot of ifs right so Realistically, I, I I think they'll they'll probably end up less. Should have gave him another push. I want to see his Jay's reaction. Yeah, uh, I would have. I might have just shut him down at that point. Can't be. Ah, yeah, yeah, no. All right, all right. Thanks for not pushing, though. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man. Wyoming was they had it bad last year with all the injuries. That was a team that we were really high on going in, and injury bug bit them bad. That was tough. Um, all right, moving on. More or less, still not put more. Up, less, down. Air Force finished only above Wyoming last year. So, more or less, the Falcons finish above two teams last year. More or less. They, they will finish more in front of more than two teams or fewer than two teams. More or less. I'll go with less. I'll give them Wyoming again. Um, I don't know if I can give them anybody else just kind of looking at uh, the teams here. There's no seniors on this team. Um, there's a ton of freshmen on Air Force. Uh, count me out on this one, Eric. Count me out. What, what say you? Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Honestly, I'm I'm not even fully convinced that I can put them uh, ahead of Wyoming. Right? Like, there's <laughs> there's not there's not a ton of difference makers on the squad. They they saw a ton of points go out the door. Right? Like any any time that you have a program with this many question marks, it's it's hard to give them you know much much of a vote of confidence. Excuse me, I almost let out the cough there. Uh, all right, more or less. Can we get some more? Maybe or everything has been less, guys. This is depressing. Um, let's start. Let's go Fresno State now, okay? Fresno State finishes with a better record in the conference than more teams or less teams. So, like, okay, there's the mid, here's the median line with Fresno State. Are they are they going to finish above more teams or are they going to finish above less teams? I think I like it's these how we're graphics. Answer this I like question. this. Are you doing a dance here? Like, <laughs> you can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends. Uh, right, more or less. Less. Uh, they're just. I mean, that's a weird question. That is a Sorry. weird question, right? Yeah. 
Uh, they're just not really in the top tier of this league, so I, I got to bump them down. Like too many other teams above them, uh, they're going to really have to battle this year to stay relevant. So uh, no thank you for me. Eric? Yeah, I'm I'm with Mike here. We'll uh, we'll keep the uh, we'll keep the depression streak going, right? Like, you know, Kill Moore, him. Baker. You know, these are guys that, that are out the door that you know scored a lot of points from, and they they didn't exactly knock it out of the park with uh, with their incoming transfer class, right? So this is probably one of those programs that I was talking about earlier that the elite teams are going to beat up on this year. How should I have worded that? They will finish with a better record. Okay, they're they're not going to finish above many people, is what we're saying. Less Fresno yes. State will be. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, we got we got there. We got the. <laughs> you, you know what we feel about Fresno State now. Okay, <laughs> Utah State was a tournament team after winning thirteen league games this year. So we're going opposite end of the spectrum here. But we got basically that whole new roster, like we alluded to earlier, a new coach and Danny Sprinkle. So more or less then 500 will be their winning percentage, more or less than a 500 winning percentage for Utah State. Mike. Oh, I'll go with more because I feel like we've been talking. More, <laughs> we've been yes. talking this conference up. Um, I talked about the front court earlier. I feel like it's a, a really underrated front court. Uh, you know, Coach Sprinkle, he knows how to coach some defense. So, you know, that's going to give them a chance every single night. Um, but if I'm giving them more, it's probably <laughs> by one game. So uh, one game over 500. More is more. Here we go. That works for me. <laughs> Eric, Eric, what are you doing? Are you still just depressing us some more or what? Yeah, I'm the I'm the bearer of bad news, right? Like this is this is probably a little ambitious with the you know the the guard play they're running out compared to some of the duos we talked about earlier in the show. You've obviously yeah. got you know Danny Sprinkle Sprinkle coming in from Montana State. You know, first year coaches fair amount of roster turnover there's just there's a lot of things that you know are 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 gonna have to be navigated and to be fair to danny sprinkle if i can actually go for a push he did go 10 and 10 in his first season with montana state so maybe he finishes right at 500 <laughs> we can both be wrong you son of a i can't believe you know what no i'm just kidding I, I, I could totally see them finishing around that level though like it, it does make yeah. sense I, I i don't i don't blame you but but play the damn game Okay, here we go. Last one. Let's see if I can get real answers out of both of you on this one here. We haven't talked much about San Jose State, all right? So 15 wins last season. Their only season with 15 or more wins since 2011. Will they have more or less wins this year? Oh, boy. This program is back in the dumps. I oh. Less than 15 total wins. I mean – the reason why they got there is Amari Moore was just a monster last year, and it felt like they kind of overachieved. So back to the basement for me. Uh, Eric, you with me? You taking, you taking this ride down, uh, down Misery Lane? Yeah, I'm completely <laughs> with you, right? Like last last year was are. a nice story and all, right? But like they're, they're just, there aren't the marquee players on, on this roster. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd be shocked if they got to double digits, just given, you know, how, how much of a, of a void there is. So, Feels like last year was more of a flash in the pan. Jay, do yeah, you have guys. Nice to say, <laughs> guys. This is such a great conference, and all the teams we talked about in that in that segment suck. It seems like, but uh, and and we'll hit on that on our tiers here. So you will see that we do think that there are good conf uh, good teams in this conference. Um, so that wraps up more or less, and we'll probably never do that again. But uh, <laughs> here we go. 
Well, we may reword some things on that and, and come back to a, uh, to a, another version of that. But thanks for playing more or less with me, guys. Um, make sure if you're still hanging around after more or less, like and subscribe and leave us a comment. Say, hey, even if you just chunk up a deuce in the uh, comments there. Last but not least, of course, we're not going to get out of the one and done. Comp what would a one and done conference preview show be without those world famous tears? that we have and this night of course the mountain west conference is going to be subject to the mountain dew <laughs> tears yeah, buddy. tonight you know it we had to get a little crazy with the tears here so of course up at the top everybody's favorite that baja blast baby right up at the top original in the middle i mean okay don't use the color coding as the color of the drink because obviously the original might have been that green. Green is good. Green is top tier. That's Baja Blast. Original. That original, the tried and true Mountain Dew, the ones that I used to pound as a kid when I shouldn't have and just got just so wired and annoyed the shit out of my parents. And then Code Red down at the bottom. You ordered the Code Red. All right, no, a no, different Code Red. This is not good. These are some of those bottom tiers that we seem to hit on all of in the more or less segment. So Baja Blast and start up there in the in the uh, tier that we feel like will be the top and probably the ones that are going to challenge for one of those four um, tournament berths. As long as the Big Ten doesn't get 40 teams in again. <laughs> Mike, tell us a little bit about right up there at the top for that Baja Blast. Oh, ask and you shall receive with the color coding <laughs> Baja Blast at the top, Mike. Here's where here's where the tournament teams are, where a lot of the, the talent is. But but start off with the Baja Blast here, Mike. Tell us about it. Yeah, uh, Boise State, Nevada, New Mexico, and San Diego State. Um any of these teams could really take down this conference. So if I, if, you know, if you're asking me today, I can't get away from New Mexico, even though I know a lot of people are going to be on San Diego state. Um, I really feel like New Mexico has the juice this year. Um, but man, like, look at, look at the guard play on these teams. Like <laughs> it's pretty outstanding. Uh, even with Boise state having rice and then bringing in Roddy Anderson, you got the Nevada guys, uh, you know, House and Mashburn, New Mexico, San Diego State has, you know, all that experience. And uh, these guys can put up better stats than Trammell and, uh, and Butler. So guard play, guard play, guard play. They're also some of the stronger defensive units up here. So, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, if I'm calling my shot, I'm going to New Mexico. I don't blame you. I can tell how you were how tickled you were about those Lobos earlier on. Yeah, just love the fit. Pardon me in the show. And you might not be able to make it out there, but that Nevada Wolfpack logo, it is right there up at the top. So Coach Steve Alford and those and the and Nevada, they are not disappearing from the Baja Blast segment. We might just not be able to see their logo, but it's there. Trust us. Of course you trust us. You're here watching it's one and done. Of course you trust us. Uh Eric. That original tried and, two, tried and true tier, easy for me to say there. A few teams here just making up the meat of, of the sandwich, I guess, if you will, of this conference. Yeah, look, I, I kind of feel like there's almost a, a, a sub-tier break within the the OG Mountain Dew tier here, right? You've got Colorado State, uh, we've, we've got UNLV, and then we've got Utah State. And for me... Colorado State and UNLV are are kind of a, a notch above, right? We talked about 
Stevens and Cartier for the Rams. We talked about uh, the Boone brothers coming in for for the Rebels, right? I, I just I think there's there's some pretty clear momentum building with those two programs, and you know for as as much you know reason there is to be excited about Danny Sprinkle coming into Utah State, like first year head coaches, you know they usually take a little bit of time to adjust. So I, I think it'll be a competitive squad, but I don't know if they can if they can necessarily you know push for that Baja blast here. Whereas I wouldn't be surprised if if either of Colorado State or UNLV makes a little bit more noise this year. I can see Colorado State replacing one of the one of the three uh, four teams up at the top. Just when you have yeah. Stevens, like yeah, pick one, pick one. Oh, if boy. you if you had to if 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 one team drops from Baja blast down to the original tier, and one team bumps up. I, I guess Boise. I would say Boise. You, Eric, you think San Diego – did you think San Diego Eric's State crazy. would take a step back? No, no, he didn't. No, I was just being spicy. All right, okay. All right, hey, hey, I wanted to know it. I wanted to know what you had there. But, yeah, I, I would say Boise <laughs> as well there um, it, of the four. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I think this is pretty, pretty clear cut. Just like the bottom tier of this conference is our code red – Air Force, Fresno State, San Jose State, and Wyoming. Look, if you if you were around for the more or less segment, you know we're not really high <laughs> on on any of these teams in this tier. Air Force only finished above Wyoming, and they might not finish above them this year. Um, Fresno State, I don't. Ugh. I mean, the transfer class didn't really bring anything in like we talked about earlier. San Jose State, this is just a brand new team. Um, Wyoming. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough down here in the Code Red uh, tier for sure. So let's wrap up the tiers here with up in the Baja Blast, up at the top, Boise State, Nevada, New Mexico, and San Diego State. Of course, these are in, these are in no particular order. These are just the tiers, alphabetical actually. So it is a particular order. But Boise State, Nevada, New Mexico, and San Diego State. Original, that OG Mountain Dew tier, Colorado State, UNLV, and Utah State. And then down there at the Code Red, even though the Code Red – let me tell you, let's not – you get slept on sometimes. But for the sake of this show, Code Red is the bottom tier. Air Force, Fresno State, San Jose State, and those Wyoming Cowboys. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We did it. That's that's the Mountain West, baby. We did it. We got the big we did six it. We left. appreciate y'all being here. The big six, right? And one of those will obviously – have ranked below the Mountain West in Ken Palm's final conference mm -hmm. rankings last year. We will get to that soon, but before we wrap it up, let me start first with Eric the Blue and some final thoughts. Man, this this is going to be another super competitive year for this league, right? Like, there, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we're talking about one of these teams making another Final Four run this year, right? Like. These these are some super talented rosters, and it's it's going to be a murderer's row. Like you come out of this league, and you you will be seasoned playing some very competitive basketball. So definitely like what the top side of this league has to offer us. And I can't believe it, but we're a few days away from breaking into what's next: the Pack Twelve, the Pack no, Two and a Half. The pack, here on Thursday, the, pack four, the, what are they? the 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 train keeps rolling. Super right? Like. We're uh, we're 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 not stopping. We're not slowing down. the 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 season's gonna be here before we know it. It's wild. It will be. It will be. And uh, I'm not. Let's not. Oh, you said super pack, and I just I just like oh god, just like PTSD. Mike, finish this, please. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think there is a pretty clear gap in the conference. Um, there was there was some of that last year too, where it was you know four or five teams that were 
really, really strong. And then, you, you know, that's some doozies, but you know, that happens in most conferences. Um, so I don't know if the, you know, the balance is, is quite as good as some of the other conferences, but the teams at the very top, like these are so, so dangerous uh, come, come late in the season. And uh, yeah, it would not surprise me if this got Lee got four teams in again, for sure. So yeah, I'm, I'm high on New Mexico. San Diego state's got the horses again, um, even though they're, mm-hmm. you know, Probably not as heralded as you know some of the transfer classes, but yeah, these are some great teams at the very, very top. So looking forward to it. The Mountain West Conference. Thank you all for hanging out with us tonight. Whenever this was tonight live, if you were here, like Jody, Kalen, and Riley were, who hopped in those comments in that live chat. Jody's we appreciate back. you. I can hang a minute or two, Jody. Well, it's eleven twenty-three here in Austin, and I got to get some sleep. So thanks for hanging out with us. Staying up late with us, Jody. Thank everybody for hanging out with us. Two of the best in the business that I have the pleasure of doing this with. My name is Jay Heinrich, the conductor. That's Mike. He's the captain. That's Eric. He's the Baron of Bread. Make sure you follow our guy at The Real Napier as well. Our guy Chris has jumped on to the Green Screens Media family doing big things for us behind the scenes. Make sure you follow at Get Green Screens on X and on TikTok. Make sure you're following us over there on TikTok at Good Green Screens. And then at one and done, CBB, all spelled out there. Scrolling across your screen. Shout out to the graphics department. All oh, man, those graphics were fire today. Shout out to the graphics fire. department. Fire. Just like one and done, baby. You know us. You love us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Take care of yourselves. Tell somebody you love them. Let's get this bread, baby. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.